Hey, that I don't. I haven't started my general consortship yet. <laughs> Will you ever be able to say that correctly? No. I, 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 love, the, I, I love that last episode. He porky pigged it. He's like, I'm a general consort. Consummate. Con, I'm intimate. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time, uh, our heroes met up with Tegan uh, again. Um, he made a uh, an arrangement, a deal, a bargain, uh, wh- whatever you want to call it, um... With a, uh, a Fae Is he able to make bargains? I mean, doesn't he need, like, some sort of supervisor to sign off on his bargains? In the Feywild, they, <laughs> um... You know, I'm not going there. <laughs> <laughs> After 120, I don't need adult supervision. Do you... Torbjorn has determined that is a lie. (laughs) (laughs) So, before we get started, we're going to go around and do a quick round of introductions here. Uh, So, first of all, uh, Jathal, would you like to go and introduce yourself? Uh, The the Jathal that's currently with us. We'll introduce the other one later. Yes. (laughs) Hello, my name is... (laughs) What? (laughs) Hello, my name is... Hey, y'all want me to... No, no, I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's Uh, try that one again. (laughs) Can't win, apparently. Uh, (laughs) All right, go ahead, (laughs) Jafar. All right, let's move. Let's let's come back to (laughs) Jafar. All right, Tegan, do you want to go and introduce yourself? I don't think you can. Chris is over here, like, feel like it's not easy being wheezy. Chris, who knows? All right. All right, up next, Tormir, do you want to go and introduce yourself? Hey, everyone. Um, my name is Brandon. I, I play uh, Tormir, the dwarf monk. And, uh, yeah, my current mental state is... That's going to be pleasant for our listeners. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure it will be. My ears. Alright, up next, Athir, do you want to go and introduce yourself? Sure, if you haven't disconnected already, my name's Brian, I play the <laughs> role of Athir. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I, I really don't know what to think of this whole situation, so I've been pretty quiet, but, um, you As know... As opposed to any other day? Uh, you know... <laughs> Catch me on on a bad day. Oh well, no bad day. You know, no day. On a day, I may be quiet. Catch you on a day, you may be quiet. Gotcha. Exactly. We are All wordsmiths. Right. Oh, we are wordsmiths. I honestly, I, I'm not gonna edit any of this. This is just gonna be just like the worst opening we've ever done. It's gonna be amazing. Uh, up next, Tabitha. <laughs> you want to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Jess. I play Tabitha, and uh, I'm a halfling. 
<laughs> I had to think I'm about that for a minute. Ranger. I'm a halfling ranger. I'm going to look it up it. quick. If we haven't we haven't played in a while. I don't know. Yeah, listeners, just for your information, we we had, we uh, took a little bit of a break between uh, the previous episodes and these ones. Oh. So you're a halfling ranger. Is that is that the end? Oh, what else <laughs> the do you want me to end. say? The end. I'm Tabitha. I'm a halfling like ranger. All right, Gregory bye. and <laughs> Reginald. Yeah. No, it's not Reginald. Francis. There we go. <laughs> no, no. They're here. Everybody's Do, here. Yeah. Everybody's fine. We're all fine. Dark Falls Tabitha has the pet name Reginald. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Even more reason to dislike that universe. <laughs> We're going to have to go visit Reginald. the Dark universe someday. Oh, no, please. Um, no. So, uh, Tabitha is very uh, concerned about the bargains that Tegan is making when he, nobody else is around. And so, yeah. All right. Up next, uh, try number two. Jathal. Do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Hello. I'm Chris. I play Jathal... <laughs> And Dark Jethal. And that is and all. And I just want to be, and I just <laughs> want to be is... cured of my good. My good curse. luck, gentle listeners, figuring out which one's talking. <laughs> we'll hey, y'all didn't like my voice change, so here we are. <laughs> You're not supposed to do it before you start speaking in the character's voice. <laughs> I, you didn't. You didn't let me get through my introduction, though. Yeah, but you just shut up. Hi, I'm Chris. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's let's give Chris a chance, really quick. Nope, nope. We're good. <laughs> All, right. Go ahead. All right, all right. Last but not least, take two. Tegan, you want to go and introduce yourself? Did <laughs> you start laughing right now? <laughs> Hello. Oh. <laughs> 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 I, I, uh, I, I, Wait, Chris, do you need medical assistance? <laughs> I'm Chris number two, and I'm really enjoying these voice changes by Chris number one. Um, my, my name is uh, uh, Tegan Stumbleduck. I play in the Norm Sorcerer. I the I Norm Sorcerer. <laughs> he's, he's very normal. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and uh. I am having a blast with this, you know, get to talk to the fey gods and all that stuff. I get a whole new title, the general consort. I don't exactly know what that is or does, but, you know, it's all fun. I get to hold two stones and, like, change a whole universe while doing it. It's pretty awesome, so. We'll change I someone's sure universe, really that's those for sure. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh Thank you, listeners, for tuning into this episode. <laughs> this is going to be a wild ride, so let's, let's get started. <laughs> All right. So, um, you and uh, the, the five of you, or six of you, rather, um, that uh, go along with Mother Autumn uh, to the autumnal fields. Uh, after you guys arrive, you find yourself in an area that looks like uh, tilled... Yes? Uh, did, did someone say something? Who's number six? <laughs> We're trying to find who the sixth person is. Oh, I'm the sixth person. 
I, lo- I looked at the pictures on the thing. I was like, I see six pictures. Oh, wait. I thought he I'm, was including Dark Dithal. Then, then he said that, that is you Dark went Dithal. with the person. Yeah, so Dark Dithal makes the fifth. So I'm like, yeah, he yeah, said no, Mother I, Autumn and six. I, and I'm I, like, I, apparently the game master is just walking alongside. Guys. I'm oh, like, oh, sorry. I'm not supposed to be here. Poof. The, <laughs> the narrator is come along with you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. All I can think of is the uh, Harmon quest. That is, that is an that amazing moment, show. He realized. He, <laughs> and we'll finish the sentence another time. Okay. So anyway, the, uh, the, yeah, the narrator disappears next to you. So it's now the five of you and Mother Autumn Got in it. the autumnal fields. Uh, but yet you... Uh, autumnal fields forever. So here it's, uh, it's uh, you kind of all sort of brownish growth everywhere. You see lots of... Uh, tilled fields uh, with uh, different crops, some harvested, some not. Um, and it's it kind of goes, you see like the sort of uh, like th- uh, wooden fences that kind of surround each of the different fields and paths going between them. Um, kind of like the single post with like two wooden beams going between different posts, kind of the old sort of, uh, na- you know, more or less natural wood. Um, it's also extremely foggy uh, in this area. And Mother Autumn kind of gestures forward and says, uh, this way. And she begins walking off into the mist. Um, Mother Autumn, can, can, I can't see you anymore. Can, can we follow behind you? Should we like grab a rope or something and follow you? She comes back and goes, you can follow this one. And she turns around and leaves again. Who does she point to? Tormir just goes off in that direction. Uh, okay. Alright, I'll go too, then. I'll, uh, I'll walk happen. next to Tegan and kind of chat him up about uh, <laughs> this, uh, you know, just trying to... <clears throat> you uh, want a consort yes. for anyone else? <laughs> <laughs> nope. He's a general consort, so. <laughs> Sorry, it's the British version of chat him up as hit on him. <laughs> anyway. Whatever. So, so what anyway. are you saying, Jathal? I don't know anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just keep going. Oh, I feel like I've taken the wind out of Chris's sails. I'm sorry, Chris. So um, you guys continue on uh, through the fields, and uh, at a certain point, the mist parts. And before you, uh, stand, you know, standing, uh, you see a keep uh, made of sort of a darkens. It looks like maybe you know something, you know, this old stone that hasn't been cleaned in a long time, uh, is what the keep looks like. Uh, on either side of the path, uh, approaching the keep, you see uh, four headless horsemen, uh, two on each side. Uh, they are wearing full black uh, leather clothing. The horses that they're riding on are, are all jet black as well. And they each kind of bow in turn as you guys pass by them entering the keep. Uh, as you enter, uh, the keep is, I mean, there's a few rooms, but for the most part, the, the majority of the keep is just a large hall in the middle of the building. And uh, entering the large banquet hall, you see several tables. Um, each are set with uh, food, 
like uh, turkey or uh, various uh, things that are prepared with gourds. Um, you see corn, things like that. Um, but there's no people in attendance here. It's just all the food. The tables are all set with food, like a large banquet for no one, apparently. Uh, on one side of the building, though, you see another person. You see Jathal, looking rather bored, just sitting in a chair. This one presents the shard bearer. Hey, Jathal, we found you. Where have you been? Well, where did you all come from? We came from the tavern of the end of all things. And end, of the end of the world. End of the world. And we came from springtime and wintertime and some summer and and some some waves, too. Well, I believe... Didn't I... I think I got taken away in spring, didn't I? Summer. Was it summer? I don't remember. Yeah, it was the summer shows. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, oh, I thought we, we visited spring, spring and yeah. winter too, and then we visit a tavern at the end of the world. So how did you end up here? That's a great question. You don't remember. You remember being taken by the ocean <laughs> kelpies? Um, at one point, you saw the spring queen, and after that, really, the next place you woke up was here. And you've just kind of been here. Uh, you haven't been hungry. You haven't really been tired. You just kind of been bored, but. You've had all your all your books to read. You've had plenty of things to, to study. So, I mean, you've, you've been able to keep yourself busy, but given oh. enough time, uh, you know, even even Jathal can get bored with his books a little bit. So I've leveled. So I've leveled up like three times. Then, <laughs> <laughs> if you wish, you've got, you've got a lot of new things that you're ready to practice. <clears throat> so you guys, I, we, we found the stone. The, uh, what what's which stone? The orange one. Oh, the Volan stone. Yes, that's what we came here for, right? Yeah. I. One small problem. What eatsy beatsy? Oh. Yeah. Who's there's your who's evil that? twin over there? I was just gonna ask who that was. He looks that's familiar. Your, that's your evil twin. Doctor Thal would be like, hi. He's evil. Scintillating. Uh, I uh, am not evil. Thank you. I'm merely here to help us both, Tegan. He merely consumes the the life of innocence. I... Nope. So, here's here's the thing. Arjathal, the good Jathal, or Jathal of Light, I don't know how to refer to just you. all light <laughs> I mean I'm he's just half the calories. I'm, just he's I'm not I'm not I'm not anything but Jathal but sure alright so my Jathal what happened is when you came into the crossroads you came in like funky ways and when you did that you split into several different pieces of Jathals and like you created that Jathal and a few other Jathals in order to pull you all back together, we got to use the Volan Stone apparently to pull us all back together. But the problem is that, um, well, I became a general consort, and when that happened, 
then um, that, that's a problem yeah i have to stay here because of it oh i don't get to leave with you i see you can hold back the tears i understand so so we can take the controls off of the ship then that's what you get out of this? Uh, I mean, we probably want the lockouts in place anyways. You know, you can't really trust people these days. What? Uh, yeah, I, I suppose that's fair. That's fair. Sorry. Uh, that That's terrible, Tegan. Yes, I, I'm... That, I mean, you would be doing a great so service staying here. Uh, You're not going to miss me at what, all, what exactly? What are we doing? What are you doing again? I don't know. I talk to you. You're not going to miss me at all. It's not very. He apparently I, ended a war. I'm sorry. I'm. I've been bored. I've been, just sitting here, just losing my mind a bit. Uh, I did miss you. I missed everyone. Um, okay, I forgive you. So, like, it was so awesome. Like, we got to talk to the Spree Queen and the and the Winter Queen, and they were at it. And then this other dude who's like super powerful stopped them and wrapped him up in wood and then we said nope no war and he stopped it all it was really cool so no fey war uh, also by the way meet your daughter oh yeah yeah this is wait this is what, what what i <clears throat> that's not dusk walker yeah uh she says she is kind of sort of mother autumn could you explain that because i don't really know how to explain that she she kind of looks sort of off into the distance and goes, Duskwalker. Yes, I believe this one did once go by with that name. Oh, she snap. She talks about herself in third person a lot. Did you ever do that? J- Jethal would never do that. Oh, it runs in the family. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jethal has no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> So, but the problem is, Badgethal over there wants his curse lifted. It's the same curse hey. that I have. I, I don't like being called Badgethal. Come on, I'm I'm not bad. I'm I, I'm here just the same as all of you. I'm, it's I'm strictly just... inferior to Thal. Uh, I don't I, I don't know how to keep you guys separate. I gotta call you something. You can call me Jethal number one and him Jethal number two. That's fine. Uh, okay, you be number two, he'll be number one, because I know him first. So, just all number one. Um, so, you're going to need this knife, which means that we'll have to, like, take the curse off. Which, that Jethal says he knows how to do, Jethal number two. But, I don't trust him with the Volan Stone. He says he needs to hold the stone in order to make it work. Do you know how to lift the curse with the Volan Stone? I don't... You, you can give me an Arcana check to see if you can figure it out. I don't know anything right this moment. But let me check my random knowledge that I have. Let me check my <laughs> random knowledge that I rolled a two on and got a twenty-one. <laughs> You're lucky you, you didn't botch it. So you think that um, you, there? You know from your studies that the Volan Stone definitely can be used to remove magic, and including curses. So you think that it could be done. You're not sure exactly if it's a ritual or just raw use of it. Um, you're pretty sure you could channel it and hope for the best, and it probably would work, but you're not entirely sure. 
so there's a chance, but also, uh, you know, Tegan, you're my friend. I don't know that I would be comfortable just having a, you know, like 50% chance that it would work. Well, I can't go back on my deal. I have to stay here and be a general consort, so... Um, I understand that, but... I mean, would it be but... so bad to have the curse anyways? <clears throat> but you need the knife to... to, to, to it, it's a scimitar. The... No, the, sorry, the scimitar. You need the scimitar, scimitar to beat the bad guys. And if and if I'm here, you don't have the, the scimitar with you. So out of game, you do recall that this this scimitar, the scimitar of shifting sands, uh, was one of the uh, ancient artifacts that was once used to to previously kill Kundal the last time he died. So uh, how exactly are we going to make it happen so that we don't get cursed with you? Can you put it gently into a box that? Uh so we don't have to th be cursed like you? Uh, as I've said, I can help remove the curse. It just requires the Volen Stone, and I can perform the magic to do so. Now, does it consume the stone to do this? No, absolutely not. Can someone else be touching the stone while you do it? Can, like, Tormer have, like, a death grip on it while you're holding it? And he can, like, jerk it out of your hands as, as like, soon as you're done? I would There'll not be nothing of the sort going on. <laughs> I would... <laughs> <laughs> I would not advise that. <laughs> oh. Okay. I just, it was just an idea. Okay. Um. Are we not so, doing phrasing anymore? <laughs> when were we ever doing phrasing? <laughs> so, so we've got two choices. Basically, we either trust evil... Jethal, or we trust good Jethal. We got a 50-50 chance that he'll betray us, and we got a 50-50 chance that it'll be botched. No, we can make a deal. Oh, yeah, we can make the deal. Oh, I completely forgot about that. Tormir, can you tell him? I forgot how that worked. Wait, what kind of deal are we making? I, I, I thought we weren't supposed to make deals here. Apparently yeah, but if I'm the one making not. the deal with Jethal, it's a little bit different. Uh, that's not what you said when we got here. I'm making the terms of the arrangement. Yes, but you said to make no deals. I kind of messed that one up. Well, we, we knew that would happen, Tegan. Uh... Okay. <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, you're fine. It sounds like what you are doing while not the most, how do I say it? <laughs> Wise? <laughs> well, maybe not the most 
beneficial uh, well no that's not true (laughs) 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 not the best outcome because you have to stay here but uh what i guess what were the terms of your deal i don't know that i know know this yet so um i stay here and be the general consort and you guys get to leave with the stones so that's basically just like that that's it yeah the hard part is though that if if i want the curse lifted then we have to do something before you guys leave uh-huh the other the other hard part is if you leave with the bowling stone without us fixing all this stuff then the other universes have bad things happen to them because they may not have a Feywild. So we got to fix that too Wait. before you guys go. Okay, and how how are we fixing that? Um, I hold both stones and I become a Nexi and everything gets fixed. Is that like a pixie? I think so. Mother Autumn, could you help clarify? Here comes a Nexus. Oh, can you Oh, yeah, Nexus. Yeah, that's what I should oh, this- Why are we trusting... <clears throat> this gnome would become a Nexus being by by absorbing the power of the Volenstone. Or rather, this this gnome would take the place that the Volenstone is currently occupying within the Feywild, thus allowing each other Feywild to return back to its own original world without uh, suffering consequences of being violently disconnected. But I have I to see. hold the Cygnus Stone and the Bolan Stone at the same time to do it. This gnome, however, would be tied to all worlds as the Nexus being. I see. Do you know how to do that, Tegan? No, Mother Autumn will tell me how to do it, and I'll just follow her instructions. Oh, I mean, uh, Jethol, can I get the Cygnus Stone real quick? I mean, what do you need it for? Just trust me. Uh, okay. <clears throat> sure. I still have it. I'm assuming, right in my pocket. Yeah, I think it's in your it's in your bag of holding, I believe. Tormir just starts putting the stones onto his gauntlet that he has. (laughs) 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 That's awesome. I'm I'm kidding about the gauntlet thing, but uh, wrong cannon, wrong cannon, (laughs) wrong cannon. You're Tormir. That's a different T person. Uh, so how do you know you can do that though Tegan I mean I know you've done some pretty interesting things but I don't how do you really think you're that powerful to do that Mother Mother Autumn says I am and they saw my dragon but they weren't really impressed but when the spring queen (laughs) and uh, Mother Autumn saw my light side my master that's inside my head during the time they were peeking inside my head they got they they got really kind of i don't know shocked so there's something about my master that really shocks them 
Right, your master. Got it. Okay. Yeah. He's the one that tricked me that one time to, you know, remember to destroy on the ship that, that piece that got us in trouble. Sure, yeah, I remember. Yeah. Anyway, so apparently the, between my dragon and my master, apparently I've got enough to be be the Nexi. Nexus. So now I'm, Nexus. Oh, sorry. Now I'm the Nexus general consort. No, you are a general. Yeah. Comma. I'm okay. a consort. Comma. A comma. And a Nexus. Who are you going to be a consort to? A con. No, I'm not going to a concert. I'm a no. Cons. Who are you going to be? <laughs> you know, I don't think I'm going to miss him so much. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going to be a concert a consort to? Can we replace him with someone that actually speaks common? <laughs> but like, who um, who who are you yeah. going to be? Uh, who's going to be your consort? Uh, I am I am the consort to the Spring Queen. I'm also her general. Okay, so Spring Queen is not the one that is uh, J- Jethal's daughter, right? No, that's Mother you're not going to be his, uh, you know, son-in-law. No, 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 nothing. That'd be father. weird. Maybe <laughs> father-in-law or stepfather. <laughs> no, ste- no, not no stepson. No, no, yeah, yeah so, no, no, so, son-in-law. It'd be like son-in-law. That'd, yeah, that'd be it. I wow, I got that really bad. <laughs> Anyways, I had it right? so um, are, are we are we gonna get rid of this curse, or are we just gonna stand around here talking? I, I guess at the end of the day, I trust Arjathal more than I trust the other Jathal. So, I guess my life is in your hands. You wanna give it a go and see if you can remove my curse. I mean, I can try i just what what's so uh, i guess what's so bad about him i don't he just he seems a little under the weather a little but what do you mean under the weather <laughs> his voice is so low i, I think it means he looks That's, pale he looks pale well it's because he's oh. a vampire he's a vampire yeah, because he's got the uh, he's got uh, Tegan's scimitar, and uh, as opposed to uh, also he has Kundal inside of him. Dirty. <laughs> I thought he used it to defeat Kundal. Kundal was defeated. Kundal is not inside of me. I you absorbed his power. <laughs> I have not absorbed his power. Mm-hmm. So instead of in, instead of slaying animals to quench his thirst like I do, he slays people. It's never really been confirmed, but, but I disagree. I've never, never done that. You were literally drinking blood at our table. That doesn't Smoke mean bomb. it was. That didn't come from... Did I kill someone to get that blood? 
Oh, of course so not. You, you had to kill something uncivilized. to get that blood, or something was killed for you to get it. I can't tell you how the keep the in, the barkeeper at the end of the world tavern got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can see why we don't exactly trust him, Arjithal, Arjithal number one. So this is why we're okay with you doing it. So am I trying it on you first or him? You're yeah. You're just trying it on me. I mean, I could try it on him first. It might be... Then I could maybe, if there's any kinks to work out, I could know better. <laughs> I like feet. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> the, other option, the other I'm option I'm not is... sure you're capable of this. I mean, you are me, but also at the same time, you're not... You do not have the knowledge. I don't think that you would be able to do this appropriately. The the only other option we have, Gujathal, is for us to make uh, a pact with him. And if he goes back on his pact, then um, he would be subjected to the will of all the Feywild, of the Feywild itself, which would be really, really bad. <clears throat> I just don't I know that I can craft an agreement specific enough to keep him from doing something bad with the bone stone because if he takes the bone stone we're all trapped i look at tormi and i'm like this is this sounds like this is all you 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 wanted to take that on earlier i you said to not make deals here i'm not about to do that tormir's like all right give me a second i'm gonna all right done in an arrangement. So are we pimping him out now? He has a concert. Why Why do we need <laughs> all of this back and forth? I don't, I don't understand. I think if you just allow me to have the Volenstone just for a moment, for a matter of 30 minutes, we can have both of our curses gone and we can be on our way did you get the part where we don't trust you if you want to allow this other Jethal that doesn't know the proper way to do this by all means but be warned if it goes badly it could potentially kill. I think that's why we were going to try it on you first. It's kind of mean. I'm sorry. I didn't, didn't mean for it to come out exactly that way, but that's kind of what we were thinking. If we do it wrong, it might kill. Well, that's why we're going to do it to you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel so loved. <laughs> Little man, I don't like that. I, I know, but I just wanted you to hear the truth, and I, I like speaking the truth. I understand. 
so Mother Autumn, uh, when we make this agreement, if he does something outside of the agreement, can you still hold him accountable like Spring Queen and Winter Queen? I can act on the Feywild, uh, on the will of the Fey, or I'm sorry, let me repeat that. This one can act on the will of the Feywild if necessary. Okay, thank you. <clears throat> I guess while Tormir is figuring out the deal, uh, Mother Autumn, um, my understanding is you had said you once went by the name Duskwalker? This one did once go by that name, yes. What, uh, what happened? Why, how did you end up here? This one knows that this one is now known as Mother Autumn. She bears this mantle in penance, but this one does not remember what crime she committed. see um so you don't remember anything before you became mother autumn the last recollection that this one's uh being possessed was that of being uh crushed by some sort of a rock this one does not know the circumstances of said occurrence But this one was able to determine that that was the last injury that occurred to this one's body before this one inhabited it. Remember when we were first adventuring the first time we met Duskwalker? She uh, she was part of that. She was in that collapse, and it feels like every time we meet her, we're meeting her like earlier in her like life until now. It looks like we're meeting her later, much later in her life. I don't know if you remember that, Jethal. Yes, she was going back in time because of her time distortion issue. Yeah. But when she when she went under the collapse, we actually didn't see the body. I think we just saw like sprinkles or something. So something must have happened. Which collapse do you speak of? Was it? I don't remember. I Are you help. talking about in Nishtune? Mm. No, this is back. Uh, this is back when Help was still with us. Yep, that was Nishtune. Nishtune was the first city we went to with Hup. I can't remember, Tony. You have to help me. Yes, out. that's Sorry. correct. It was in Nishtune. It was. Uh, in, was, the la- was, in the lair of the dread crowns in Nishtun. In the lair, that's right. Because we were fighting, and there was a big group, yep, and she was fighting the big guy, the Minotaur. The Minotaur, yeah. Okay. So, I guess this is what happened after the Minotaur. This one does not remember any Minotaur. This one only remembers that the body was injured by rocks. Hmm. 
do you remember this? And I pull out the my necklace with the gem in it. She looks at it, and you see a tear streak down one cheek, and she goes, This one does not remember, but this body appears to react to that. You gave me this gem. After you found me the second time. Did this one explain why you had the gem? I don't remember. (laughs) (laughs) It was to protect you. That's right. Uh, You gave it to me to protect me. But you did not tell me what from. This one has no recollection of that. But if this one gave it to you, with the emotions this one's body appears to be feeling, that must be very important. This one would recommend you keep that close to yourself. That's what I've been doing. I'll tuck it back into my robe. Yeah, tuck that thing away. And you see, like, another tear streak down the tree, down her cheek. She did that too when the Spring Queen was gonna kill me. I think she cares for me too. I think Duskwalker must still be there somehow helping guide her ways here is the contract as provided so out of game really quick before you read that are you reading it in game or are you reading it for the listeners I'm reading it for the listeners okay upon receipt of the Volenstone you agree to immediately remove the curse from Tegan without transferring it to any other party or causing undue risks to Tormir or any other members of Tormir's party <laughs> including but not limited to Aether, Jethal, Tabitha, Tegan, and Tormir immediately following that action you will remove the curse from yourself without transferring it to another party or causing undue risk to Tormir or any other members of Tormir's party including but not limited to Aether, Jethal, Tabitha, Tegan, and Tormir immediately following that action you will return the Volenstone to the possession of Tormir this contract is only considered to be complete to the satisfaction or completed to satisfaction upon the approval of Tormir under no influence none, under no outside influence magical or otherwise. Any action that Tormir determines to be unseemly will be considered a breach of this contract. Any action performed without the c- expressed consent of Tormir will be considered a breach of this contract. Any mistruths, lies, distortions of the truth or attempts to alter the terms of this contract from the moment this contract is offered will be considered a breach of contract. Holy cow. All right. That's awesome. I got him by the golden so, stones. So so <laughs> You got so, him by the golden stones. So Tormir, for that, I'm going to award you one you get you can uh, freely take one free rank of trained in legal lore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll add it next wow. to my Wookiee lore. <laughs> <laughs> That, that was sweet. Ah. That's awesome. 
All right. I am duly impressed. I, I, I'm sure he might be able to find some way to wiggle out of that, but be considering that I can't be magically influenced or otherwise, and I'm the one who determines whether or not he's okay, you know. That That's pretty dark. Oh, I thought that was, that was amazing. All right, so that contract is presented to Jathal 2, as he has been defined, apparently. Um, <laughs> A big old number two. And uh, <laughs> Jathal 2 has the opportunity to read it, presuming it's written in common. Yes. Uh, what uh-huh. is uh-huh. Jathal 2's reaction? Uh-huh. I'm reading through it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay. Uh-huh. And, and if I sign this, you'll, you'll give me the Volenstone to do this. It's in the contract. I, I'm just just asking the question. It's in the contract. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Might need to call my legal department. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck on that. You might want to reread that last section. Uh-huh. 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 Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, okay, okay, hmm Mother Autumn, do you need to read it also? Well, before I, I sign it, I will have her read it. An oh. agreement between two individuals in the Feywild does not need to be mandated by any one individual. The Feywild manages the con- any agreements itself. Understood. This one would not need to act as, uh, or act upon any agreement itself. This one would merely act as an enforcement arm, or as enforcement for the Feywild, should that necessity exist. Well, uh, are you going to sign it first? If you agree to it, then I will sign it. Tormir just stands there and mean mugs you. (laughs) Uh, Isn't that isn't that how it usually works? You know, you you agreed, you drew drew it up, you sign it, I sign it after. No. Okay. Uh, I I guess yeah. If this gets me to be able to remove the. the curse, then that's what I'm looking for. I'll pull a pen out of my bag. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you have a writing utensil of some sort in your bag, so. Great. I sign it. Okay. Here you go. Oh, timer starts now. And I show it to the uh, Earth Mother, anyways. Just so and I hold out my hand. The exciting legal contract. Uh, agreement. We're at the edge of our seat. <laughs> well, or, or we've come to a, an agreement. You're you're telling that to Mother Autumn. 
Well, or... I, I hand that to her and then I shake his hand. Okay. I was holding it out like I need something. I know, but it. we were shaking on it, and then I hand you the stone. Oh. Sure. Yep. Okay. Great. I start preparing a ritual. Okay. I figure the ritual takes like 10 minutes. About 10 minutes, yeah. And it's per person, I'm assuming? Correct. Great. Though, if you there's a 30-minute version of the ritual where you can remove as many curses as you want. Within a certain radius of the ritual. Sure, I'll start that one, actually. Because then it's two with one stone. <laughs> okay. Hey, that might be a violation of the contract. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Okay, so... Um, if anyone else wants to attempt an arcana check to try to figure out what he's doing... Uh, Jethal will. The other Jethal, because he's curious. <laughs> Okay. Did I roll the right one? Yep, sure did. I rolled a 37. Okay, you understand exactly what he's doing. He's casting a uh, a, uh, a uh, ritual, uh, which you personally don't know, but if watching it with... I got uh, a 21 it. on Arcana. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, Tabitha, uh, and then Athir, it looks like you rolled. What did you get? Yeah, I got a 24. Uh, Athir hasn't been... Completely sleeping over here. He's been keeping an eye on things because he doesn't tr- trust Jethal number two. Rightfully so. Okay. So, um, Tabitha and Athir understand sort of the general concept of this particular ritual. The ritual involves uh, channeling arcane energy into the stone and engaging something in the stone to then emit outwards. Uh, this particular ritual apparently is not targeted at any one individual, but instead of tar- instead targeted the area itself. Hmm. Um, but otherwise, it doesn't seem to be uh, doing anything. Like it doesn't appear to be any hostile actions, as far as you can tell. Um, uh, Jethal number one, however, you determine uh, watching the ritual. You actually th- believe that um, you might be able to repeat this ritual were you to have the Volan Stone at a later time. Because uh, just watching it, you are like, okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. And knowing what you know about the Volan Stone, from here you could probably do the, replicate the same thing again yourself at a later time, just with your understanding sure. of it. And you understand exactly what the ritual is—that it's a essentially an area of effect version of the same ritual. Of uh, of what is he removing the curse, or is he trying to collapse the multiverse? Removing the curse. That's what. That- that's what I'm doing. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute, which you thought talking? I'm confused. <laughs> Would it be the multiverse of madness? They're like finishing each other's sentences. This is weird. <laughs> I think Chris is doing a great job of the two different voices. He is. He's doing pretty awesome. So, um, does anything so anyone do anything during the ritual, or does everyone just let the ritual complete? Observe and wait I patiently. Don't, okay. Yeah, uh, I don't see anything as uh, as a problem, so okay. I will observe and wait. And obviously, I don't see anything wrong, so <laughs> I will continue. Will you know? 
<laughs> so the, uh, the the ritual finally uh, wraps up to conclusion, and there is a blinding orange light that kind of uh, covers the entire area. It's it's bright enough that those outside of the radius, so the radius goes to about thirty feet from Jethal number two. Um, those inside the radius are just it's just light. It's just bright orange, but that's it. Uh, those outside uh, see kind of the light extend out to about 30 feet uh, and kind of stop at that point. But everything else in the surrounding area, it is so bright that it, it, it changes night to day for a short period of time. Um, the light... How uh, long? How long does the light emit? Yeah. Uh, for about probably almost 10, 10 to 12 seconds. Okay. Um... And then the light diminishes. So, uh, anyone can give me a perception check, anyone who is outside of the light. So I know Tormir and Jethal number two were inside of the, the light radius. Uh, those outside of the light radius, uh, if you if you were. Um, you I would choose. be outside. 31. Yeah. If you choose, if you were outside, outside, you can make a perception. Okay. So, Tabitha, what'd you get? I got a... 30, hold on, 31, sorry. Okay. Uh, who else was outside, and what'd you get? Uh, Aether was outside with a 27. Okay. And I was outside with a, we add 10 to this, right? So 42. Cool. Yeah, if you roll, if you roll, roll a natural, natural 20. 20. Yep, 42. Mm -hmm. All right, and then Tormir, were you inside the radius? Probably. Okay. I wanted to so. keep an eye on them. Okay. So, uh, you as well as uh, Tegan and Jethal number two are a little dazzled just by the bright light for a moment. Uh, but those of you outside, so the first person to notice is Jethal number one. Uh, so, Tegan um, looks like slightly different, like almost more energetic than he ever was. Um, He's pretty energetic. It somehow, it's not like he just seems like he's just like super full of energy, and then immediately, like, holds his stomach in pain. Oh no. Um, and then uh, Jethal number two, uh, and and everyone else also who is outside sees this shortly after, but Jethal number one is the first person to notice it. Uh, the other Jethal, uh, his skin brightens up; it's no longer pale. In fact. Uh, other than his hairstyle, he looks pretty much almost just like the other Jethal that's in front of you. Um, the scimitar that he was wielding, there is a um, there's a stone on the the, on the pommel of it that disconnects from it and falls to the ground. Also, the um, the stone or the there are now two of these scimitars lying on the ground because they just kind of take. Uh, disconnect themselves for if they were in like a scabbard they pull themselves out of the scabbard and fall to the floor I'm so hungry <laughs> I'm assuming that's why my stomach that's hurts. exactly it yeah, yeah. You, you haven't eaten in like almost a year and you feel that hungry right now <laughs> food food <laughs> And uh, shortly after, uh, Jethal, um, number two, kind of notices that for a few moments. Notice, sees the scimitar fall to the ground. The scorpion stone fall out of the scimitar, or out of the pommel of the scimitar. 
and immediately collapses in pain as well because he is also just as hungry. You're on mute. Tormir gestures over to Jethal too and just holds his hand out. <laughs> I, I'm. I don't see it because I'm hunched over. <laughs> He'll wait. <laughs> Can I get some food? <laughs> I grab out uh, stuff that's in my bag. Yeah, you have plenty of rations from all the times you've gone hunting. Not to mention the giant banquet table. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's literally right over there. If you guys are hungry, you can run over to the banquet yeah. table and eat. I'll, uh, so, <coughs> I hunch over as that, and I stay there for a moment, and then I start to get up to head that way, and I see Tormir, and I'm like, Can I just have a small bite? Quickly. If you want to breach the contract. I, I, I did what you asked. I, I've done. I've cured both of us. I just need a, a small bite to Do eat. Do you not remember what you signed? I hand him some food. I, I don't. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Tabitha. And the stone. Eat just a little bit. F fine. I hold out my hand with it. Alright, Tormir takes the stone from him. And immediately calls over the other Jethal. Okay. Inspect this. Make sure it's the right one. Sure, yeah. I mean, looks right. I'm assuming I could probably do an Arcana check to uh, check that. I mean, you can. I, I'm not going to require you to, but... Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> Alright, Tormir takes yep. a stone, pace, places it back in his, his uh, pocket. Yeah. So, as of right now, um, the, there are currently... If you count the ones that uh, count uh, ones that are in bags of holding, there are a grand total of four stones in this room. Yeah, five. What's the fifth? Right, five. Hold on. There's a scorpion. There's two Cygnus, and there's a Volan. Why is no, there no, two no. Cygnus? There should be two scorpion. No, right? two two Cygnus. Wait, no. Yeah, it's two Cygnus, Volan, and Scorpion. And Scorpion's so, on the ground. Right. So that's five, right? Why because there's one other Cygnus? stone, wasn't there? Well, because Jethal, the, the Jethal number one. The necklace. The, no. Jethal number uh, one had a. So had the um, had the Cygnus stone, because that's what powers yep. the airship. Yep. Yep. And there is a Scorpion stone that was uh, the pommel stone of the. Um, right that and and then uh, we have the other scorpion no the no, other no, scorpion's that's, back that yeah the other scorpion's back oh, in oh, with oh, master oh. ganthus yeah 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 yeah, uh, yeah so there's a scorpion and a uh centaurin back with master ganthus a cygnus 
with Jethal number one, a Cygnus with Jethal number two, a Volan that is now in the possession of Jethal number one because Torbjorn. No, no, I have possession of everything but the Scorpion oh. Stone. I thought Jethal that you number had... two had Cygnus? Wait a second. Oh, no, no. That Hammond had Cygnus. That's he gave right. it to me. Hammond's... Oh. I don't think he gave it back to you. No, he didn't give it back to you. That's right, that's right. You gave it to him. And yeah, Hammond still has it. So now there's a Scorpion, a Cygnus, and a Volan here. I'm sorry, there are three stones here, not four. Gotcha. And Tormund has a Cygnus and the Volan. Because he asked for the Cygnus stone from Jethal number one before we left the tavern. Or before he started the ritual. Yeah, Yeah. he started the ritual. So he's got those two stones. And then there's a Scorpion on the ground. Yep. Right. Which Which technically Jethal belongs two. to the Jothal number two's world. Jothal number two's world, yeah. Correct. Uh I didn't since you stopped me before I got up, I would be right next to it, right? So like I would go and I would try and pick up my things as I'm eating. Did you pick back up the uh the scimitar? Curse sword? Uh, I thought that the curse would have been removed from it as well. No, just me. The the cur- so uh, give me an arcana check, uh, Jethal number two. I don't know if it's different. It should be the same. Okay, it's twenty eight. Okay, so uh, you would know it, it, based on the fact that you com- you did the ritual that it the it removed the curse which which uh, cursed you for holding the sword, but whoever mm-hmm. bears the sword again will suffer from the curse oh. again. But Great. the curse will be slightly different because of the fact that the scorpion stone is not attached to it anymore. Yeah, that's fair. Then I would have just picked up the stone and left the scimitar on the ground. Okay. And then continued eating. Yeah, I'm eating too. <laughs> Alright. So, so so it looks like your, your curse has been removed, right, Tegan? You're you can taste food again? Yes, I can taste food, and I don't have to hold the sword anymore. It's it's awesome. Um, you, you guys still need that sword, though, to defeat Kundal. So we got to figure out a way to take it back with you guys. Just mage hand it into a bag of holding. This one sees two swords. Are both of the swords this one sees cursed? I believe uh, so. I... Can you check Shithal one? Can you see whether they're still both cursed? Uh, I guess I would probably know. You're right, pretty because... confident they were cursed from the last time you looked at it. You can look at them. Yeah. Just don't botch your roll or else you'll accidentally curse yourself. <laughs> well, I mean <laughs> more of... So I know how the... I know how... You're the, well aware of how the curse works, yeah. Right, and I'm aware of how the curse works, and I'm aware of how the ritual was performed. Correct. So I would know that only the people would be released from the curses, and the items would still be cursed. That's correct, yes. Both Jethals would be fully aware of that. Yeah. So, I would relay that information <laughs> and say, yes, the swords are still cursed. Don't touch them. <laughs> Ticket reaches out. Dual wielding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't put it past him. 
<laughs> so, um, does anyone so, know how to how we can carry that? How you guys can carry that sword out of here? What about if we wrapped it in something? Would that be considered holding it? Well, first, let's get that bag of holding off of Tegan. He's not going to need it anymore. Because he oh, was yeah. the one that was carrying it. I guess you're right. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about that. <laughs> Hand it over to Tormir. That could have been bad. I, I can hold on to that if you'd like, Tormir. Let's get out of here first before we start, you know, worrying about that. Okay. Uh, I, I don't... Out of game, I don't know if there's a... If I would know of a way to secure the sword so it wouldn't necessarily curse us, but we could potentially You could pull it probably, out like, the, the best thing you could come up with, most likely, understand the curse, like, you could scoop the sword up with the bag of holding. Mage hand. That way it's only ever... Or you could sure, die. I didn't know if... Yeah, that's fair. I could... I mean, do if you that, have if you have funny. the mage hand spell, I mean, you probably can't mage hand the bag of holding because it's too heavy for that. But you could mage hand the sword into the bag of holding. That's what I was gonna. Yeah, yeah. that's what you, I would do. As I long just didn't as know if that would make sense. Your understanding of the curse, to the best of your understanding, is that um, if you if your skin comes in contact with the sword, or you wield the sword in any usable fashion, the curse becomes active. So does Mage Hand consider is Mage Hand considered wielding? It's magic. If it's he magic. picks it up with Mage Hand and swings it like a sword, yes. Oh, uh, okay. I'll pick it up like this. <laughs> if he if he picks it up with Mage, yeah. What what is for the listeners? What is with, this? With my index <laughs> finger and thumb, and just pick it up ever so slightly, and then just drop it into the bag of holding. Okay. Uh, you can absolutely do that. Are you going to do that with one or both? He doesn't need it uh, anymore because he's already de defeated Kondal. Uh, Jathal number two, can we take your sword to defeat our Kondal? Hang on, i got to read. I mean, your, your Kondal's gone. You defeated him already. I would assume Jethal too probably has a bag of holding. Uh, I'll, at, right? I'll, yeah, I'm fine with that. Great. Uh, I would prefer to keep this as well for while I may not need it to defeat Kundal. There is still things on my world that may require it. What will require it? I don't know at this moment. So why is the sword so important in this? Why is the sword important to you? No, no, no. Answer the question. You, you, I'm trying why to gain all of a are you trying? Here. This was always my thing. Why are you now trying to take my items? I'm not trying I to gave take you back. anything. I I'm trying I to gain understanding. I removed the curse from your friend. I removed the curse from me. That was the deal. I gave you back the stone. 
Why are you now interested in taking my I'm sword? I'm trying to figure out what power the sword holds. I used it to, to destroy Kundal. That's the power it holds. Alright, and then... What would it also be useful for in the future? It is a powerful artifact. What else could it be used for? I don't know at this moment. If something presents itself and it is useful for that, then I will use it for that. But until then, it will be in my safekeeping. Does he know what he would use it for? No, he wouldn't. Um, it, I, I'm assuming this Jethal is probably just wanting to make sure that on his, in his universe, if the sword no longer exists because someone else took it, that it eliminates the possibility of a solution that might present itself someday. But no, he has no... Okay. So either way, it's going to be on another world. So let's just let's let him keep it. I thought maybe it'd be easier for us to handle our... our Do it. I think... Uh, <laughs> I think you guys will figure it out with one sword. Uh, it doesn't um, matter to me. It's his curse to bear. All right. So, Tormir, if you'll give me the two two stones, uh, we'll put the universes back together, and you guys can be on your way. Uh, first, you need to go back. And I point to Jethal, too. That one cannot go uh, go back to his own universe until the shard until the uh, shard bearer is set to right. Is there any way to get him back to the inn? This one can certainly deliver him back to the inn. Is that a requirement? I mean, I don't. He he did what you guys asked, right? Like, what what is he gonna do now? We have the stones. If we. If Tegan becomes the Nexus and, and writes the me, I guess, uh, what's what's it going to hurt with him being here? All right, well, just be out of the room or something. I just don't like seeing you. And I hand the stones over to uh But I Tegan. look prettier now. <laughs> It's not much. So I've got, I, I got the stones. I look at my <laughs> and like, all right, what what happens now? What do I do now? Uh, the stones must be wielded by this one. I've already got them. He already handed them to him. We handed them to Tegan already. No, I believe the, sto- the stones must be handled by this one in order to conduct I, the ritual. Oh, I believe she but means yes. Give, uh, give the stones to Mother Autumn. Okay, got it. Okay, so she holds she holds them and presses the stones together. Essentially, you see the the green energy from the Cygnus stone kind of flow into the Volan stone, and, the, and just the Volan stone begins glowing with a bright orange light, the same kind that we saw from the previous ritual. But instead of being a large burst, it becomes a beam that shoots directly into Tegan. You see Tegan, his arms and legs involuntarily flare out. He begins rising off of the ground. Uh, the orange energy begins coursing through his body. You see beams of orange light begin coming out of his eyes, his mouth, then eventually his fingertips, and even the bottoms of his feet. Begin just oh, thank God he said of his feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I forgot to say goodbye to Tegan. <laughs> and he... Uh, 
just this massive energy goes out and when it it, it takes like almost a full minute of just this beam flowing in and just light coming out from all over the place uh, until Tegan kind of just almost is like a silhouette of light uh, and then it fades and Tegan falls back to the ground he stands up and very calm like when he when he opens his mouth and when he opens his eyes uh, just the you it's not beaming out but just orange light is in his eyes and, and like you see orange light just kind of coming out like a flashlight whenever he opens his mouth and uh Tegan you feel Tegan incredibly powerful just you feel uh, you also can see forever like you can see other worlds you can see uh, like you feel like you can see everything anywhere this is so awesome I can see everything Cool. Well, you do have your eyes open, so that's good. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I see futures? Uh, no, you can see a current time in okay. every world. Uh, okay. But different worlds are in like not in perfect sync with each other. There's you know different worlds where like it's twenty years later than this one. Okay. Um, cool. But you can only see the current time in, in whatever each world is right now, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so you, as you do this, and uh, Mother Autumn says, this one has completed the ritual. The nexus being is born. Uh, at that point, like, uh, Jethal number one just kind of feels like a, feels strange. Like, almost, like, uh, not... Uh, trying to think of the best way to explain it. Uh, yeah, you know that feeling you get when the uh, you're on a roller coaster and it goes down and your stomach feels like it lifts up. You kind of feel yeah. like that for a little bit, and then it just stops. And as soon as it stops, you see Jethal number two just starting to fade. Uh, Jethal he fades like uh, becomes translucent and eventually fades away. But uh, does Jethal number two say anything? Because he probably realizes it at the same time that he's fading away. Ha ha, I got the stones! Goodbye, compatriots. Thank you for your help. Why do I have a sense of foreboding? <laughs> My life will be better if I never see you again. <laughs> and finishing that sentence, you don't see him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. I finally feel so much better. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, Mother Earth, hey, do, you, do you need those anymore for this ritual? This one has no further need of these stones. Alright, might I have them back? She she hands them back to you. Alright. Starts putting them on this gauntlet. I'm just kidding. Tormir, should we... How many stones do you have now? Just the two, right? I. I think I should hold one and you hold one. That way we are both... We don't ever lose one or both, I should say, if one of us ever disappears again. I mean, technically you're the one that disappeared because you weren't strong enough to fight them off. I come on now. That wasn't my fault. 
cosmic event. And I didn't. Right I also <laughs> didn't lose it. I just got taken. Can we worry it's about this it. after we figure out what's going on with Mister? You know, Lantern over there. So, Tegan, you realize that you can pretty much open a um, open a window into the uh, physical world again at any point in the world that they want to be. Uh, hey guys, if you want to leave, I can send you anywhere. This is kind of weird, but I can see everything all at once. Can you see the Draco Stone? Uh, yeah, it's in a tower, Tony, is that right? It's in a vault. It's in a vault. I can send you straight to that vault if you want. What's around that vault? Walls. <laughs> and, a, and around the wall, Tony? So, um... Not what's so inside. It, <laughs> like, like, like what other things are in the vault? Like, or? like the area surrounding it. Oh, okay. Uh, so if you ask Tegan that and he looks, uh, he sees there are two guards wearing this brilliant sort of gold and silver armor uh, with a tabard. The tabard uh, has like a uh, a hand holding a, uh, a sword um, and sort of a lightning motif behind the hammer or behind the hand. Um, you um, also, like going out further than that, you see that this is like a massive sort of uh, military paladin-esque like facility that is designed pretty much to be uh, impregnable. Um, you know, that it would take an army to invade this place, and even still, they might not succeed. The city, is going further out from there, uh, looks less like a city to be lived in and more of a uh, sort of a religious community that is probably the most warlike community you've ever seen. Uh, with a with a twenty six, do I know what religion that would be? Yes. Um, it is. These are probably paladins, most likely the way that Tegan describes them, and they are paladins of Denier. Uh, Denier being the uh, god of. Uh, justice, retribution, and redemption. Mm. And what is Condole up to? Uh, look over at find Condole and tell them. Condole is currently, um, uh, right now he is still in Nishtun, and he is uh, surrounded by just hordes and hordes of undead. Um, they are in some aspects climbing over each other. It's just it's that crowded in the area where he's at, um, and he uh, is currently reading a a piece of paper that is in a language you do not understand. Uh, but he it seems to it what seems to have been given to him by one of the intelligent members of the undead army, and it, from the best you can ascertain is it's some sort of a report from some uh, some other area of like. You would guess likely his military. Okay. Say all that. But he is he's still he's still in Nishtun, but the army is I mean, there's there's no Nishtun left. Uh it's it's pretty much an undead army in a place where a city used to be. And that city's close to the one with Master 
Master Ganthus, right? Correct. That is in Conovis, is where yeah. is near where Master Ganthus is. He's not in in Conov- or, or no, yeah, he is in it. He's under yeah. in Conovis. He's under in Conovis. Yeah. Okay. So, do I see the ship, and can I tell them how much time they have? Um, the 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 airship. No, no the. the... Where Sorry, Master Ganthus is. Where Master Ganthus is. Oh, oh, the you 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 mean the the vessel where the uh, Artem spawn is uh, being held? Yeah. Being, yeah, yeah, being contained. Um, it doesn't look like it's breaching, but it definitely looks like it's probably um, you maybe have a month at most. Okay. Maybe a couple months, but honestly, you are no expert at this. Uh, Tegan of of assessing it doesn't appear to be breaching and Master Ganthus is still just kind of testing things, observing things and uh, on the expression on his face he doesn't seem to be that concerned however, as soon as you focus your um, your kind of uh, you know, uh, I guess vision there to see what's going on Master Ganthus kind of looks up and goes, Tegan, is that you? Yeah hey Grandpa he can't hear you when you talk Oh, well, I didn't know that. You, you try, so, like, you know, you go and look there, and, like, everyone else in the group is here. You're like, hey, Grandpa. <laughs> oh, he can't hear me. Oh, never mind. Master Ganthus doesn't seem to be worried. Tegan, would you be able to see into the other Jethal's world? Uh, to yeah. To see can... what his world looks like now sure is he in his world or is he not there yet Tony <laughs> so he uh, when he left he got put back where he came from so he's standing right in front of the portal in the tower uh, in the uh, let's see uh, in, in that tower in the middle of the forest of talking trees, mm-hmm. yep. Um, and he was um, he's sta- he's there and he's just kind of trying to get his bearings, but he didn't um, he didn't come in an airship. So he's he's just right. Ultimately, because he now he's trying to figure out how he's going to leave right now because he flew there uh, using the flying spell and he could probably cast it again, but um, he's you know. He's going to have to rest overnight and figure out how he's going to leave. Um, but really, he doesn't seem like he's doing a whole lot at the moment. Just kind of taking uh, taking a moment. Probably he seems a little frustrated at the current time. That um, yeah. But you're not really sure what he's frustrated about. That's fair. He'd be a little frustrated, yeah. He was outlawed by a dwarf. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> um, anything else, guys? I think you guys have to go. But I do want to. I do want to give you guys some stuff before you go. Wait. Uh, um, do I remember any description of what the Draco Stone's power was? Or would we have it? Controls things. Yeah, we have it. Okay. It controls things. That's what I have written down. Controls yeah. things. It, it it embodies the concept of control. Uh, 
That's the thing about the stones is they're kind of just broad concepts. Yeah. Is what they can do. So, and then the Volan stone is like transference. Volan is transference and removal. Cygnus was... Power. Scorpion was... I'm sorry. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Cygnus is power. Cygnus is power. Creation Vol- of energy. Yeah. Volan is, uh, is actually removal. And then yeah, Scorpion removal. is transfer. Oh, okay. And Centaurin is creation. Gotcha. Yep. Creation specifically of like constructs and objects. Yeah, right? yeah. Of uh, inorganic, inorganic. Scorpion matter. is yeah, because Cygnus is like creation of power or whatever. Raw, yeah, raw energy kind of type thing. Yeah. like creation of energy. So, just all. Do you think if we got to the Draco Stone right now? With the Cygnus Stone, do you think you'd be able to control them to get us out of there? That's a... That's a big if. Uh, How would we get out of the vault to begin with? Hmm. We'd control them to open it. The other question you would have is your airship is currently parked outside of the tower. Yep, sure is. Do we just? Because it was it was Do almost we... a twenty-two day airship travel yeah, between Econovus and Draco, and where the Draco Stone is. If you were yeah. to take that on foot, it would be considerably longer. Yeah. Plus, there's a I'm not sure. between. Yeah, I'm not sure if we go directly there, we would be able to get back in time before the containment would fail with Master Ganthus. There's just, it was such a great distance. The travel time would be so great. I don't think, I don't, don't believe we'd be able to get there back in time. Alrighty. We should probably get back to the airship then. I think that would be our best bet. Now, do we know the... Uh, you... Did you recognize the the guards that were near the Draco Stone? Tegan didn't. But in his description, Tor- Tormir, Tormir may have. Uh... Caught myself on that one. It's of denier. <laughs> I, no, I was trying to remember how to spell it. D-A-N-Y-R. I didn't spell it right. D-A-N-Y-R. Is that, is that an actual one, or is that a that, world that, specific? That's a, that's a specific Tony creation. Okay. Because <clears throat> all the gods in Tony's world are a Tony creation. Trademark. Ding! Tony, Trademark. Tony creates the gods. <laughs> Not the other way around. No, um, right. I they're the paladins you're, you're, of Denir, and my understanding is that they are paladins of, or they are a warlike religion centered on justice and uh, what was the other thing? Retribution and redemption. Retribution and redemption. 
so would they be open to us asking for the stone? If we phrase it the right way, I think it would be manageable. Okay. I mean, that's... I don't know what other option we have currently. I don't think we would be able to... It sounds like they are a fairly... Formidable, formidable foe if we yeah, if, yeah. If, we, yeah, if we needed <laughs> to go against them, so... Uh, I think we probably go, I think our best bet is getting to the airship for travel. And it may be, depending upon the time, once we get out of here, I can try and message Master Ganthus to see a rough time frame of what we have left. We may be able to, we may have to go back to Inconovus first to drop off another stone to help contain everything All right. I, I say we, we, we take the airship let's go I keep if I've just got a few things before you go um, a piece of advice all the worlds that I can see it looks like Condal has to be dealt with before the containment can be fully contained if you lose the power of all the stones Condal will be difficult to to defeat, at least from the worlds that I can see. Most of them seem to be successful with the power of the stones, not without. Um, also, uh, Tormir, I wanted to give you something, you know, as a parting gift. Um, he reaches into his, into his back of his shirt and he pulls out kind of a, a half pole. And on the end of the half pole is a gnome-sized pair of briefs with the British flag <laughs> And gnome's <laughs> rule on the back of it. And it just kind of a flag. And he hands it to Tormir. Um, then he uh, hands his uh, staff of healing to uh, Tabitha and says, you know, you might need this. Someone may be able to use it later on. And hands his staff to Tabitha. Oh, thank you. So, wow. two sticks, he, he, two different directions. He hands the staff of divine magic to the person who is not a divine magic user. <laughs> and, and he hands, hands you And he hands the, the underwear to the, to the person who is. <laughs> <laughs> All I have to say, this that... is pants. <laughs> this, is, this, this is Tegan. Tegan, you know, this is how Tegan thinks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, safe tr- journeys, my friend. Um, be well. And who knows, maybe we'll meet again someday. And he sticks his hand on the end of his nose, his thumb on the end of his nose, and he wiggles his four fingers in front of his face, and in front of you guys opens a portal right to the bridge of the airship. Uh, Mother Autumn speaks up and says, if you have any farewells you wish to give to the Nexus being, this one recommends you give them now, as the Nexus being will be at the center of all realities and not necessarily this one and it may be difficult if not impossible for any of you to reach or communicate with the nexus being again well Tegan it's been real it's been real crazy (laughs) 
money bags it's, has been fun. It's been I'll enjoyable though. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Deacon you goes brought... to give him a hug. And I'm just like, uh uh you're you're like hugging my knees and I'm like <laughs> I reach much. down and like pat your back like <laughs> Thanks, Tegan. <laughs> Uh, go over to shake uh, Ethier's hand. Hey, Tegan. So, are we going to be raiding any vaults anytime soon? Because that was kind of fun. That was. I hope I hope to join you sometime. I just don't know how this all works. Uh, if you can, save Hup. Save him for me. If you can't, I understand. Well, we'll see what we can do. That's up to Hop. Fair enough. Uh, uh, go ahead. Oh, I I was gonna go up to uh, Tegan and like give him a hug and be like, "Well, now I'm the shortest person." Yes, but you got a big staff now. Uh, so that's awesome. Yes. Yes, that will definitely uh, help. Uh, take care of yourself. Um, good luck being a Nexus event. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Maybe we could, I can get to swimming and stuff here, so that'll be awesome. But I'll, I'll miss you guys. Keep Make sure that uh, Tormir and, and uh, Jethal don't tear each other apart. They, I don't know how they're going to do it without me. No, I like him. <laughs> I, I'm sure they'll struggle through somehow. Okay, alright. There's the other one didn't particularly care for. <laughs> alright. Be nice. Tegan goes. Tegan opens his arms real wide for Tormir to see if Tormir gives him a hug. Tormir gets down on a knee and put a, puts a hand on his shoulder. Now, what did I go and tell you about making deals in the Feywild? Uh, you said not to, but this is going to be a huge adventure. Can you imagine seeing everything at once, and being a general, and being a consort? And being able to understand none of it. Pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) I still don't know what a consort is, but if it's anything like a general, it'll be fun to play with all the the formations and stuff. It's been quite an adventure with you, I, I will see. I've, uh, I doubt I'll ever forget this one way or another, but (laughs) you've had a profound impact on all of us, and while I don't always agree with your methods, they certainly are entertaining. (laughs) Not that I would have admitted it previously, I didn't want to encourage you or anything, but, uh... Yeah. Before before I go, I have one more piece of advice for you. Okay. Pants are not a suitable substitute for a parachute. No matter how much you try. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Although I don't have underpants anymore, so taking my pants off would be kind of embarrassing. So I'll keep them on from now on. Tormir moves from having his hand on, on Tegan's shoulder <laughs> to pushing him away from, by his chest. <laughs> All right, you stay about that far away. Um, 
goodbye, goodbye, my friends. Safe travels. Uh, be good, and always have a laugh. Oh. All right, and so as the party travels or walks through the portal back to the airship, we will draw this episode to a close. So thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice. Uh, please join me in wishing uh, Chris number two, our player of Tegan, a fond farewell. We really liked playing with you. Do you have anything final to say to the listeners there, Chris? No, just keep listening and have fun. And, you know, if you've got any comments for these guys, it always helps when we get feedback. So thanks for listening. Enjoy your time and, and uh, have fun. And uh, those comments, you can uh, put them on our Facebook page. You can uh, send them to us at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. And uh, otherwise, until next time, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpenciledicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.